Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito The following segment is from the Off-Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. For me, stats, what a surprise. I'm taking the Colts on the under of 10. (laughs) Most predictable choice. Look, is Carson Wentz an upgrade on Phillip Rivers from last year? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe probably but, not, but that's the thing. Probably not. I mean, you can't, you can't say with confidence that he is, you can't say yes, definitely that you cannot say that. I mean, you can hope for that if you're a Colts fan, but there's just no way of feeling confident about that. And and I think uh, the Colts have been a little overrated here, as I talked about again on Monday in terms of Chris Ballard and Frank Reich and everything, not bad at all. Not certainly not frauds, but I just think, you know, the way we talk about them is like, they're uh, like this, great team they can do no wrong they have no flaws now the division there kind of makes me wonder if i'll regret this because it's not a great division with the texans in there i don't buy the jags at all which i think you're going to touch on and then even the titans i think the titans might take a step back so they might win and get the over just by the nature of the division and i look foolish for that but i just i don't i, I gotta go with my guns what have i been saying about carson wentz all offseason i just i legitimately don't have any like remorse or fear that like he's going to make the Eagles pay for moving on from him. I, I am quite concerned about his future, especially showing, seeing that like I haven't seen a guy who looks like he's humbled or he's changed. And until he proves otherwise, and maybe he, he, he does prove me wrong, um, but I'm not going to just count on that happening. And we're not talking about them winning seven or eight games. They got to win 11 games to hit the over 11 out of 17. Even if you believe in Carson Wentz, that's a lot to ask. That's a tall order for me. So I totally get why you were there. I didn't want to touch that one because I just don't know what we're going to see from Carson. Like he could go one of two ways. He could be really good and and look good because they have an offensive line there that's really good. They're going to put some more weapons around him, I think. So he could be good, but he could also, like you said, be that guy that pouted in Philadelphia and sort of packed it in when times got tough. So I, I didn't feel comfortable enough to go with the Colts, but I, I follow your logic and I don't see any zero lies detected, as they say. The fumbles are always just going to be an issue with him, which, again, talked about Monday. He keep saying that, like a broken record. And also, I just wonder if the defense might take a little bit of a step back, um, just because year-to-year defense just isn't as sticky in terms of like what you can expect as much as an elite offense is. And the offense, you know, I just don't know what we're going to get out of that. So so where are you going in the AFC South? This was easy for me. 
You mentioned it. The Jags under six and a half. I have made no bones about this from the second the news broke. I am not an Urban Meyer guy. I don't like Urban Meyer as a person, and I don't like him as a football coach in the NFL. If you go back and look at his history, anytime he's won big, and I'm talking about championships, I'm not talking about Mountain West titles. When he's won big, he has had way more talent than anybody else. Well, guess what, coach? You are leading the Jags. You know what you don't have? You don't have more talent than anybody else. And I think that Urban Meyer is going to be a disaster. And when you look at his staff, BLG, Daryl Bevel is your offensive coordinator. Daryl Bevel is like one of two coaches in the entire league that could stop Russell Wilson. The other one is Pete Carroll. He's still in Seattle. You brought Daryl Bevel to your team. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence, right? This jewel of the draft, the prospect of prospects, generational guy. And you're going to pair him with Daryl freaking Bevel? I am not buying into the Jags. I don't know how invested Urban Meyer is. Every time the going gets tough, Urban Meyer finds a way to hit the door. You know, whether it's a health issue or whatever it is, I'm not all in on Urban Meyer. I'm not all in on the Jags roster. I think every team in the division is better. I am pounding the under with Jacksonville. Would it shock you if the Jags were picking number one in the 2022 NFL draft? No, that's the thing. I don't know that they're definitely better than a single team in the league. Do you? They had the youngest roster in the league last year, I believe, and a lot of that is still there. And that's not to say that, you know, I mean, on the upside of that, there's potential there in theory. And maybe those players can get better and develop. But I still think it's a very young roster and they're not ready to win. And the head coach is absolutely a major question mark. Going back to the the theme of this episode for me, apparently, like football karma. I mean, <laughs> not there for Urban Meyer. So I don't know why I'm going to bet on that. Yeah, I mean, the the onus has to be on him to prove it. I don't think he, he come in, comes into the NFL. You know, yeah, we just give Urban Meyer the benefit of the doubt because he's won everywhere. No, it's a totally different equation. And just... To the start, he's off, you know, with the whole strength and conditioning coach thing. I just know, mm-hmm. like, why Why do I feel – what makes me feel good about this? Trevor Lawrence does, having him, sure. But, I mean, maybe uh, if anyone could mess it up, it would be this situation. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. 
But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it then in that moment. You don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of like afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.